What's going on, y'all? to turn the damn tv on y'all we got we've been out here drinking eating uh enjoying ourselves for the first anniversary and i forgot to turn the tv on and turn it to youtube thank you uh pretty ricky is is on it what is going on out there hey brenda how are you darling welcome to red wide conversations y'all i'm so excited i can't believe it's been a year Cannot believe it. I cannot believe it at all. Cause like it took it took people pushing me off the ledge to to get it done. But I felt like I kept getting put on this path to do this show. Like I I was a guest on other people's shows so many times, and every time I was a guest on somebody else's show, I would get you should get you need your own show you need to do your own show you need your own show and so i was like ah, i don't know about that and then finally joy and richard pushed me off the ledge <laughs> which they were my very first guests on the very first episode of red wine conversations they pushed me off the ledge and hey here we are a year later like i can't believe it i can't believe it so i wanted to invite hey everybody checking in uh michelle checking in oh from the patio saying congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kim, thank you. Thank you. Listen, we are having a wonderful time out here. Oh, can you find, go go to the search, the little okay, thing. It, it should, yeah, yeah, it should. Yeah, and then over. Yeah, there we go. No, nope, not the angry. Anniversary show. We live now. There we go. Live and yes, now we go. There we go. We all on. Yes, setup. it's a back there in the background waving. I know the traffic stops so many people. The traffic is horrible yeah, out here tonight, yeah. mm-hmm. so it 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 stops so many people from getting here. But that's okay. Like I'm happy with the people that are here to celebrate my first 
anniversary and also the beautiful Sand for joining us this <laughs> evening. And we are definitely going to talk about her book. And if y'all see her wonderful book sitting here, I made sure it was front and center for everybody to see. And actually the website um, I posted in the details. So if anybody is interested in knowing about the book and also going out there to get a copy of the book, you're more than welcome to do please so. The website is, yes, please do. <laughs> website is in the details, in the details. Can y'all hear everybody okay? Y'all let me know. I did kind of test. Do what? Did we, did we what? Test the mic? Yeah. I kind of sort of did. Oh. I've been, listen, I, when I say I've been all over the place tonight, <laughs> all over the freaking place tonight, trying, trying to get ready. Thank you, Michelle. She posted up the uh, website, y'all. Awesome. Thank you, Brenda. Yes, you can hear us all well. Good. Is that Eric on here? Yes, Melissa. Unfortunately, Eric is here tonight. <laughs> I did allow oh, Eric baby. to come on. I mean, I couldn't have an anniversary show without the Southside Boys. I mean, because Eric has been on here quite a few times. And I definitely couldn't do it without Pam, because Pam helped me launch. I mean, mm. how many times yes. did you even come on the show, Pam? About I, and I appreciate every time you came I on and represented it. <laughs> I, I've always, yeah, I had so much fun with Pam. Even though we got on the couch that we one did. time. <laughs> we should have on the couch with Pam. Yeah, see, uh-uh, Because uh -uh. Pam had me going deep in the, into the stuff. It was supposed to be, uh, what was the show? Uh, questions that men yeah why men do what they do yes yes why men do what they do hey that's my sister hey alicia everybody is checking in tonight thank y'all so much for checking in at red wine conversations listen we are gonna have a great show now of course i don't have a topic other than for us to talk about sans book tonight however if you have read the book we're gonna see this book may take us a lot of places <laughs> so we're gonna see once we get to talking about this book, where it takes where it us. Goes. But y'all, let me say this though. Wait till y'all see the pictures from the photo shoot. When I say pretty Ricky understood his assignment, <laughs> we look like a couple, but that's okay. We are a couple. We, we, are. we are a couple. We a couple. That's all right. We're supposed to like each other. At least I like him sometimes. I don't know. One part, no, because. We were doing the shoot. It was so funny because the one where I was sitting in the egg chair and he was in this chair. And so I got to thinking about something. My mind went elsewhere. And the photographer, Camille, said, okay. She said, what's going on? Because you're looking at him. What she say? Like, this nigga here or something like that. She said, you looking, yeah. looking like this nigga here. And I was like, And I was like, no. I just clutching right in the throat. <laughs> I didn't. I was, oh. I was thinking about things that I needed to do and I needed to take care of. And my, you be, you don't be thinking about how you be looking when your mind mm -hmm. just go elsewhere and you mm -hmm. thinking about different stuff. And so that's what happened. It wasn't, I wouldn't do me like that. But you'll do me like it, though. Of course, because you don't know how to act. Because <laughs> you don't know how to act. That's that's the whole. And I hate seeing the TV didn't get turned on over there for Lakeisha. She all over there. You got your phone She's up, right? <laughs> no, because I ain't even got YouTube loaded on it. I forgot I didn't even load it on there this morning after I had my brother come out here and set it up. You about to load YouTube on it. Oh, you pulling up on your phone. Okay. But y'all, as you can see, 
we got a few folks on the patio. We were supposed to be packed, but the traffic stopped people from getting here. But that's okay. That's all right. Brenda said that's how family act. Why did that one kick out? We do act like family. You cuss each other out and you say you love you and just move on to the next episode. And then and keep it moving. There you go. Right. And just like the book says, <laughs> we keep it moving. Keep go. it moving. That's how family does. But I want to get into this book because I reread the book yesterday. Okay. Do you love that it's a quick, easy read? Been, it is a quick. I've been, it is, I've been getting good feedback. About it is that. a quick, easy read. It I definitely also is. I'm nervous a, about that. Why? I don't know. A new author, you're thinking, oh, it's got to be all long and thick and then you know my soul just said girl don't worry about that just write just, just hey put put what you, put, put what you felt down yeah. on, on paper yeah. and, and like be what it is and as i was reading it i could hear you saying it awesome. like it's it's written in your voice that was important to yes me. it was definitely <laughs> written in your voice thank you tara welcome thank you uh -oh. but yeah it, it, why are you saying uh-oh tara gonna get on you later we try <laughs> <laughs> you see Eric just uh, he, can you let Sam be be can you let her be great right now? Self and behave. See, that's the reason why I, I was iffy about letting you on camera because I knew you was gonna act up. He gonna keep us laughing all night. I, that's all that's they cool. do. That that's that cool. is listen, Eric is good for a great laugh he's gonna have us over here rolling because he gonna say shit that you wouldn't expect no, no how did how do you put it he says that everybody no. has to thank you he says what everybody else can't say yeah. they may be thinking it but yeah. they can't say it. yeah so it's his job to come on here and say <laughs> what the men can't say there it is. I have to filter him sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I have to. Yeah, I was too. Right. I, yeah, I, I have to filter him sometimes. You better sometimes. get some of that Don't don't be trying to throw pretty Ricky under the I'm bus. You know what? Let me let me bring the rest of the people up on the camera back here in the back. We got Lakeisha in there. I want to know what the Southside boys are all about. Y'all from the Southside? Yeah. We played. That's dope. I graduated from Flint. Yeah, but we left though. Yeah, oh, we, we left early. Y'all left early. Yeah, we oh. was there when we were yeah. like eight, nine, ten years old. Yeah. I mean, he said you left early. Yeah. Did you graduate? Yeah. I think you moved. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, you moved. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now Lakeisha, you got your own camera though. <laughs> hey, slow motion. How are you, darling? Yeah, oh, I am so glad y'all in the building. You and sensational. Welcome to my yeah. anniversary oh. show. Yes, you you on your own camera over there. Because <laughs> these two over here hiding. They hiding over here behind us on the camera. Just whatever you don't want to get on there? Yes. What? I ain't heard nothing he said. Miss Whatever don't I think Miss Whatever done got. Yeah. Hey, dang, everybody is on here. Miss Whatever seems like she done, she done had a little much to drink already. Hey, Remy, welcome. Everybody is checking in and wishing me a happy anniversary. You know, let me start popping some of these up. Thank you, Remy. Yes, I appreciate y'all showing up. But listen, we are not going to allow Eric to distract us. And we're going to get back to the book. But I did love the fact that it was a short read and you 
you you got to the point but but tell us about what what made you decide to write the book and how you got here in your process because actually i am kind of thinking about it. everybody keeps telling me i need oh, to write a book yeah. i'm considering it on, on my you know true self-reflection uh thing so i'm i'm considering writing a book but I got a story. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I got a story. If you got it in, you do it. Uh, nothing Can't like it because you go on a journey the whole time you're writing, mm -hmm. and then you go on a whole nother journey through the publishing process as well. Okay. So, um, you know, with with me writing this one, like telling my personal story, you know, there was a lot you you got to work through before you do that. You got to be brave, you know. Like, hey, everybody's not gonna like it. Yes, because you put yourself you, out you there. You putting yourself out mm -hmm. there. So, you know, that's a whole process within itself. But just, um, I feel like I'm the type of person that just kind of beat the odds in life mm -hmm. per se. You know, I was a teacher, teenage mom. Um, started my own business 19 years old, my first business. Um, been through a divorce, you know, have raised uh, three children on and off by myself as a single mom. Um, just came from a, um inner city neighborhood. Like, you know, I didn't have money behind me. You know, I didn't have the opportunity to go to big schools a lot of us, and all yeah. of that, you know. So I just felt like I needed to share my story just so it, it could influence whoever can relate to it. I feel like that's so important within just sharing our, you know, sharing who you are with people. You never yes. know. You never know who's <laughs> going to learn from you and who can, who can grow from just what you've been through. Absolutely. And then it just passes on. Absolutely. And that's what this show is about. I always, yeah. like, I, I feel like I can't come over here and ask you to self-reflect about something mm -hmm. that I'm not willing mm -hmm. to self-reflect about on my own. Absolutely. And so you, you, you're right in that. You can't ask people to do things you're not willing to do Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I... Okay, so let's start <laughs> in the beginning because I like mm -hmm. I like the way you moved through um, and talked about your childhood and the two separate examples that you had of a male role model because that's kind of something we talked about on the the Modern Male Show. You kind of touched on some of those things about mm -hmm. how times are changing and those mm, traditional yeah. roles are mm -hmm. are not um always there anymore mm -hmm. and so just kind of touch on that a, a little bit because i like the way you 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 defined how you saw those two male role models separately mm -hmm. i think i was able to define it once i realized how it affected me um as a person as a child um, I had my dad who was in and out, you know, not very consistent at all. But then I had a grandfather that was very strict, disciplined, military background. So it was kind of like completely, com two completely different worlds. Mm -hmm. So growing up and um, when I say managing that, I mean, you know, these are the examples of the men that I have in my life. So I tend to all the guys that I like had a little bit of both of them mm -hmm. in them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was just like a pattern, mm -hmm. you know, like a you cycle. You for what you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's natural. It, it just kind of happens. And then navigating through those relationships, some good, some bad, some failed, some horrible, you know, toxic. Um, and realizing once I found me, what those examples were, what I could take from it, what I had to leave behind, to push forward to keep building me you know so 
it can be challenging and you make a lot of mistakes within that, you know? You're right. And and one of, (laughs) there's Carolyn. She was supposed to be in here tonight. Hey, Carolyn, sorry, I'm not there. I'm sorry you're not here too. We miss you. <laughs> I um, I can relate because I kind of had a similar uh, upbringing where, you know, the father really wasn't that strong of a presence mm-hmm. in my life, but mm-hmm. I look to my grandfather as that mm-hmm. positive male role model. And one of the things that we talked about in the modern male show and even I just had this conversation with my brother too, is that when you grow up in dysfunction, you don't recognize when you're living in it because it's normal to you. And until you take a step back and reflect on it and realize, okay, just because this is what I'm used to and I've Mm -hmm. seen all my life doesn't mean that it's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it's up to you to change it. Yep. And that one of the things I used to say was, you know, kids, they grow up, they either going to repeat the cycle mm-hmm. or they're going to go the total opposite. opposite yep. And so I can see, like, between me and my siblings, some of the things where I was like, Mm-mm, I do not want to repeat this, yeah. that yeah. they repeated because that's what we saw. Yeah. It was it was normal, you know, yeah. that, that dysfunction was what defined our family dynamic. Yep. And that's what we were used to. And so, therefore, we didn't recognize that it wasn't correct or right. Mm-hmm. Or healthy person. Uh, yeah, healthy. Mm-hmm. Healthy mm-hmm. is the, a good word. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't healthy mm-hmm. until later in life. And you mm-hmm. go, you know, and I just said, as a matter of fact, just said it to my brother. Like, just because mama did it don't mean it was right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. just because that's the way we were raised doesn't mean that's the way we should raise our kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And we don't think about that because that's what we're used to. Mm -hmm. And when you get used to that dysfunction, it's normal to you. Mm -hmm. And when somebody else try to tell you something different, you'd be like, what you talking about? We've been doing this forever. Right. But you know what, Karen, what I learned too is that common sense comes into play as you get older. Common sense ain't always so common. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, I find myself saying that quite a bit. But I mean, like, when you use your common sense, it makes you see all the stuff around you is like a bunch of BS. You see what I'm saying? Because if you use stupid, but it comes to you having that realization that. Mm This is really dysfunctional and, right, and, right. And, and not what I should be doing. And sometimes if that's what you've done all your life and that's what you used to, you don't you don't yes. think about it. Yeah. 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 A generational tradition. Mm-hmm. And because grandmama did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So because it was the, the, the tradition in that generation. Then we do it. Then we pass right. it to our children. And it goes back to what you were saying. Yep. At some point, some we either gonna follow that or go a different direction. Mm-hmm. And that's like prime example, discipline. Mm-hmm. When our that's grandparents was disciplined, you know, or when they was disciplined, you know, our parents, it was always with a switch or with a it it's definitely different discipline. than it is nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It, was, yep. it was always a very hard discipline. And they learned that from their forefathers mm-hmm. and their mothers. Mm-hmm. But as the generations go on, we 
some of us decided to take a whole totally different direction and not do yes. it that way. Yes. So we there's you know we are breaking some of those uh, generational traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them we should keep. Yeah, that's definitely because some things we should keep. Yeah, that's some things we really yeah. should keep because this generation now is so out of control. Who they have it no direction. So, so out of control. They are no fearless direction. with no direction. Yeah. yeah. None whatsoever. Yeah. Ever. And, the they, same and they, I say they out so. here like zombies because they like they numb. They very apathetic and they numb. And it doesn't matter. They don't care. They, they, they don't, don't care. care. I blame all. the parents though because the parents just stopped that in the home. But again, like we were just saying, it's a generational thing. These <laughs> parents don't know because if you think now the age of motherhood is getting younger and younger, mm-hmm. and you got babies raising babies, mm-hmm. and if that baby wasn't was raised in dysfunction, and then they're mm-hmm. gonna raise their babies in dysfunction, mm-hmm. and we just gonna repeat the cycle. Yeah. Because if you think about it, they're growing up together. Yeah. They're growing yeah. up together. Yeah. Hey Tara, yes, Brenda said it was her mother uh, that was that way with her. Yeah, and, and honestly, if if I being honest and I take a step back, it was my grandmama, my mama, but I was different in that I saw, I looked at it and was like, that's not that's not what I want to do. That's not how I want to be. I'm not going to follow that path. And then it even. Um, got to the point where because i was i won't say i was rebellious but i i was against that mm-hmm. what they wanted the me to mm-hmm. wanted me to do mm-hmm. like no this is not right i'm not gonna do that mm-hmm. and it caused tension between me and my grandmother mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. one of the things that they like to do and my family we still do it my mother and my grandmama both were all about buying affection when I tell you we lived in the projects on welfare, but we had everything, everything. I can't think of anything that we didn't have. And so to them, if they gave, and as long as you were dependent on them to give, then that was their way to control you because you need me. And so therefore I'm going to give to you and I'm going to keep giving to you because that keeps you coming back. And now I can control you and tell you what to do where I was like, no, I don't want that. I don't need your money. I got my own money. Mm-hmm. I can buy my no, I don't I don't want that help. I can I can because yeah. the help you often ain't coming the right way anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go up here and I'm gonna do it by myself. Mm-hmm. And so that that was seen negatively by them because I was going against the grain. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was better than everybody else because I didn't want to do it the way they wanted mm-hmm. it done. Mm-hmm. So okay. And that this was is why I love business. hearing stories yeah. like this and hearing from people. This is why I love this. Yeah, that, that's what Red <laughs> Wine Conversation is about. Because yeah. you don't really think about it until you really open your mind up to somebody mm-hmm. else's perspective. Mm-hmm. And you, you hear that different perspective. Oh, on yeah. Something hey. About hey. Something about Which way did y'all come in? in? Oh, I didn't even see it. It up here. I didn't want to. Oh, okay. You can't even do that door. It was open. Somebody was sitting there. So. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. I was like, who is this? Come on and join. Listen, Daphne has the patio. Come on. Hey, Daphne. Can we turn this around? Yes, you can turn them around. Actually, there's a camera right there that's going to catch everybody. Have a drink. Grab you something to eat. Listen, we're just having a good time. Welcome. 
But anyway, we was in the middle of the conversation. I was like, who is this coming out the door? Yeah, Rick Ash was on the about the discipline part. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to whoop the switches all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't allow my kids to get whooped with switches because I fight everybody that tries it. Really? I don't care who it is. My I'm mama, grandma. No. I went out of the in the projects in Chicago. So. Shit, I done got a switch yeah, whipping plenty of times. Yeah, you better go out and pull. You, you better go get yeah, your yeah, switch. Yeah, I mean, and don't come back with no little bit of whipping one either. That was more of a southern thing because, yeah. like, in the Midwest, yes, with me growing yeah. up in Chicago, we didn't do that. You know, they moved with the extension cords and the belts or whatever. But, you know, you have to, because we didn't have our projects, how does that sound? Go all the way downstairs. Go get a switch. Go Yes, yes. Brenda says she lived in the projects as well and wanted for nothing at the time. Yes, when I tell you, when I think, listen, one thing, and we're going to get back to saying, but one thing, and I always say this, my mama always made sure we were provided for. And she kept a man. I cannot remember <laughs> at any point in my childhood when my mama did not have a man. Now she get one, she keep him for years, but once one she move on and hey. <laughs> and she always found y'all and, and mama i know she looking down she's like this half of talking about me i ain't talking about you because you took care of us mama she always found them ones that, like literally we wanted for nothing nothing she would find them cake daddies i don't know how she found them cake daddies <laughs> but nothing we had everything living in the projects on welfare everything but time, times have changed. But then at the same time, <laughs> back then, we used to get our ass whooped. But something that my mama did do that I repeated with my kids is that in our house, <clears throat> nothing was taboo. Nothing was taboo. You wanted to drink? You want something to drink? Don't be going out here to these little parties and getting drink. You want something to drink? You drink here at the house. And so it worked because I would be like, when people be like, oh, girl, they're going to have liquor. I want to drink. Yeah. Hell, I can drink at the house. Like, that don't yeah. impress me to go to no yeah. party. I understand that thought pro- I understand the thought process behind that. Yeah. yeah. And I did it with my kids. Yeah. Like, you want to drink? Okay. Mm-hmm. You can sit down. I'm going to teach you how to drink yeah. and, my, and, you and know, you how to manage it and watch it. Yeah. Listen, the first time I had alcohol was with my family like my uncles taught us girls how to drink because they said they don't have no nieces than some man <laughs> like brown liquor i can sit and drink me some brown liquor all day long because they that's how they taught us yeah okay the first time there you go the first time i smoked weed and y'all i'm sorry i didn't inhale now <laughs> the first the first time i smoked weed was at the house with my uncles that's like that my was, big brother was, was. He was yeah. like, "You yeah. gonna be smoking? You gonna smoke with me? Like you ain't yes. gonna be out here smoking. You ain't finna be out, right? You not finna be out there like that, right? Right. So there's some <laughs> things that I did take from them, but then there's a lot of other things that I'm like, no, that's that's not that's not what. But I can yeah. definitely see going back to your example, especially that male role model. It played a part too when I like my husband and my grandfather 
basically the same man. I think that's what attracted me mm-hmm. to my husband was that he reminded me mm-hmm. of my grandfather. And him and my grandfather were, before he passed were like, like, like mm-hmm. you would have thought that was his son. He loved him some Robert Owens. But he reminded me of my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And I can actually see in the choices that my kids have made and their mates, like one of them, the middle daughter, I tell her, you, I told my mother, you found your daddy. Like, that's your daddy. <laughs> she was like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> okay, you found your daddy. That's, that's, that's what. So I can see those characteristics and we and we look for those things, but I can see how it can also affect you in a relationship because that wasn't necessarily probably the right role model, but it was the role model that we had. Mm-hmm. And that's funny you say that. We were actually just talking about this in the car, and I was talking about my parents, who are still together now almost 40 years, mm-hmm. and I've never, ever seen them argue. Never. Not a Same. single time. I only can remember one time that I knew my mom was maybe upset with dad, but that mm-hmm. was because she was out of town, and she always talked to him, and she called, and I said, you want to talk to dad? She was like, no, I talked to him another time, and I was like, oh, Something, right? But that was right. it. And that jaded me in thinking that relationships are ideal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you yeah. Know, princess, you know, prince, yes. charming story. Yes. Not knowing the reality of I'm gonna it. I'm going to get you to the ship that way, too. So you can get, yeah. Not knowing the reality of it is relationship take work. Yeah. And you can't, mm-hmm. you argue. Yeah. And you don't yes. Yeah. So it helps me. But it Yeah. Yeah. I you on camera. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. It, it, that is very true. What you see as a child growing up, you repeat. And then, like you said, if you never saw them argue, and then you get in a relationship with somebody, and then they want to, you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why? Yeah. I Now, okay, now Brenda made a comment that I have to agree with. She was like, at least we parents knew where our child was. Now, I have to agree with that. Now, I am number one safety mom. These people nowadays just let these kids do anything and go anywhere. I don't understand it. I was just like my baby girl that just left. When I tell you, I went to so many millennium tours. What did the Bow Wow and B2K? We front row. I've been to every concert. Every time they came, we front row at the concert. And they looking at who is this damn woman? My child ain't going nowhere without me. Like, no. And I think it wasn't until she was, shoot, she was probably 14, 15 before I allowed her to go to a concert by herself. And then she had to go. It, it had to be with somebody. Like, you can't mm-hmm. like, talk to the parents. Right. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, she just yeah. said, oh, yeah, I girl, I some of these parents. Listen, I was that type. Let me, and y'all, I know this is this is bad. This is real bad. But I'm a number one safety mom. I was that type. My kids did not spend the night away from home with anybody other than family. If you were not family, they were grown before they went and spent the night at somebody else's house. And then it had to be a friend that I knew the parents, like yeah. we were cool. Yeah. Cause otherwise, no, you can't go. They yeah. can come over here. Yeah. They come up here all day long and, and spend time. But no, I, I don't know. I don't know they mama. I don't know them people. <laughs> no, they, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm number one safety mom when it comes to that. But anyway, we just, we always, yeah, I'm always jumping all over the place. 
Back to saying in her book. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all know I like to talk. I get, I guess all off of it. That was cool. You like run, run right on into the parenting part. Yes, because kids and yeah, like the things that we have to do different that maybe our parents, you know, didn't do so well. All of that. But I loved in the book that you said how you dedicated though to your babies, and you made sure that you had that strong relationship with them and that's important that's very important to me because i will tell you <clears throat> and me and my brother we talked about this the other day too my mama wasn't the type that showed love like i knew she loved me but she wasn't that affectionate type you know that always and you know every once in a while like I, I'll hug and sometimes I won't hug because that's not, I really wasn't, I really wasn't raised to be a hugger. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it wasn't that I didn't know she loved me. It was just, that wasn't, that wasn't how, how we did. And sometimes I regret like that. I didn't hug my kids more. And, and like, I mean, it's not too late. I can still hug and tell them mm -hmm. I love them, but mm -hmm. growing up, I feel like that is a, an essential mm -hmm. part of a child's mm -hmm. upbringing. Mm -hmm to get that affection and to feel love. I think it's from the the mother though, because as a man, we, we'll hug you, but that ain't what we want. I mean, we don't do that. That ain't no, no, we, we hug daughter. you. Yeah, but with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, yeah, with the daughters. We don't, yeah, yeah with, I, I yeah. mean, I hug my daughters and all that, but I ain't got none, but if I did. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa said, yeah. where can I purchase the book? I love to read. It said the website is in the details for the show, Melissa. And then also Michelle just posted it again, um, saying the author. I always want to pronounce that T. That's okay. That's okay. I always want to pronounce that T and I have to yes, catch myself. <laughs> I'm so used to that, y'all. It's people that I've known all my life. They know my name. They know my name that you're now saying. And they just have to say that T. I have to. I have to catch myself because I want to say it. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, every time because I, I want to pronounce it phonically when I see oh, it and then say to say it. Like tsunami. Like right. the tsunami. Like I have to catch myself every time. Yes, yes, Sherry. Our grandparents were not. Yeah, our grandparents were not. They just they gonna say the Yeah, yeah. I always want to do that. But yes, please, please grab a copy of her book. But that is some that is definitely something I love that you mentioned. Um, in the book that when you did leave when your husband left now did he leave you or you left him uh, well it was it was mutual but um i probably started opting out first the yeah. women typically and we had we had that conversation last week weird. about about women <laughs> and i had to be honest and i said <laughs> like even when i made my decision to leave how he felt about it had no relevance on my decision yeah. to leave. I did not even have a discussion to say. Yeah. I know, because he's looking at me like, damn. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Now, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying that that was the right thing to do. That definitely, I feel like, was not the right thing to do. But, 
at the moment it it, it, it was about yeah. me at the moment it was about me and i wasn't caring about anything yeah yeah so <laughs> go ahead go ahead pretty ricky so why would see i'm gonna turn this around i i get back to where i'm going why do women have an attitude when they say i look like i don't give a fuck about because women are emotional and we want you to give a fuck. Yeah, but hold on. But John, you didn't you didn't you care didn't nothing about his feelings when you said fuck the shit I'm out. Mm. What part oh, no, of no, wait no, a minute? We had mm. thought the wall. We had not really okay, thought the wall. Wait a minute, but that. what part of last week did, did you hear? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when I said that I was selfish. Did we not say that women are selfish? Emotionally selfish, I think, because we're more emotional. So when I'm sitting here just stone faced, like, <laughs> oh well, yeah. It, I was just that's all we keep saying. Stone faced. Who's really? Okay, y'all made your man up. You know what I'm saying? Y'all made your man up. Stone faced. Oh, yeah. He's out there. He's out there. They don't. Don't you try to figure out what's going on today? But but he, but, but you know what? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait a minute, though. Here's the thing. If I'm being honest and I'm self-reflecting, I didn't even give him the option. Right. I said. You had up in your I said. You was I'm leaving. Right. right. So at what point no, Kayla, no. did you go so. check out? Because I know we as women will check out. I'm going to check out. Mm -hmm. Listen, to be, yeah. if, if I'm being honest, I checked out of my marriage years before we separated and divorced. We were living, we were basically living as roommates. Yeah, we were roommates. I can't even tell you when the last time was we had had sex. And it had been years. We were basically living as roommates. And everybody thought we were like uh, what Daphne had said about her parents. Nobody ever saw us fighting arguing like if you saw us out in public perfect you perfect couple mm -hmm. perfect couple you wouldn't have thought not a thing was wrong and so when i announced that we were getting divorced and we were separating people were shocked they were like what what i didn't see this coming because out in public they saw the good friendship that we had developed so did something happen that make you say okay i can't do this anymore uh, what what made you really just kind of defining moment? Did and I've and I have said this before, and I and, and because this is about self-reflection, I'm gonna answer this question honestly. I left my family more so than I left my husband. I had a lot of things that were going on in my life and a lot of weight on my shoulders that was turning me into a bitter, resentful person. And mm. I saw that I had wow. to self-reflect and I saw that and I saw the road that I was heading down and I had to remove myself from that wow. situation. And it didn't matter at that time. It didn't matter to me anything else. The only thing that mattered to me was getting my sanity back, getting Karen back and removing myself from the situation mm. that I was in. So taking it a step further, what Felix asked was, so then how did you go back to French. Well, we, we, but see, even when I left, we were friends. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. there was no animosity yeah. uh, amongst, because one of the things that I said to him, and, and, and again, this is about self-reflection. 
I knew going in that he loved me more than I loved him. I knew that from the jump. And one of the things that I said to him when I left was that I apologized to him that I could not love him the way that he loved me. And I didn't want him to take that feeling, you know, because the way I left, I'm sure he felt like, like, damn. And so I wanted to be sure that he didn't take any bitterness or any resentment from our relationship into his next one and let him know, like, I'm not saying he definitely wasn't perfect. We had, he had his issues, but overall, he's a good man. Mm -hmm. He was a damn good man. Mm -hmm. And he going to make like, well, he is remarried. He's he making somebody now another damn good husband. But he just wasn't the one for me. Yeah. And I, he deserved, and I told him he deserved to be loved the but way he wanted to. That's hard to say. But how long was y'all married? I mean, 23 years. But if the whole 23 mm -hmm. years, was you feeling that way? You didn't get closer to love him more? It's, in, in, in my mind, when we married, and y'all know how this got on me, but because in, in my mind, when if I loved him, and in my mind, when we got married, I thought we were going to have time to, to, to grow mm -hmm. together. And what happened, we didn't get that time. Like, at, within the first year, or after the first year of marriage, we ended up with a ready-made family taking on people. Like, I had, after my first year of marriage, I ended up, I had two kids that I was raising. You know, it, mm -hmm. it things changed. Mm -hmm. And so, we took on roles and we grew mm -hmm. separate mm -hmm. ways. Mm -hmm. This is what happened. Yeah. So, basically, the chapter was over. You just knew that this time we're done. Our time yeah, we're done it, it, yes, it, it, it was it, it was time and because I felt like we both were staying for the kids mm -hmm. and the baby girl had just left to go to college and now I was like, you know what? We both deserve to be happy. I definitely deserve to be happy and I was tired of all of the things that I felt like were a burden to me. Now, I can say in my journey of self-reflection, and then we're going to get off of me, but, but in my journey of self-reflection, I can be honest and say that a lot of things that I was frustrated about um, that was happening, I brought on myself mm -hmm. because I was that type that nobody could do it the way that Karen could do it. And why let anybody else do it? And I know they ain't going to do it right. So I might as well do it myself. And so I took on a lot, not because I had to, but because I felt like ain't nobody else going to do it. And if I don't do it, then this is going to happen. And so I'm a what if type person. If I don't do this, then this is going to happen. And that's going to happen. And then this is going to fall in my lap. And I ain't got time to deal with that. And so then I would, like we were talking about, I would do stuff and then be upset that they weren't appreciated of the fact of what I just did for you. But they didn't ask me to do it. And so I became very bitter and resentful from the fact that I felt like I was not appreciated. But a lot of the things that I was doing and wanting appreciation for, they didn't necessarily ask me to do. I did it because I wanted to be in control and I felt like nobody could do it but me. Just like a woman. Eric, you're about to get cool. You made me so. I had to catch myself. I almost said something. 
Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Brenda, Brenda says here, K.O., that is exactly my life. Exactly. It was my husband who left our marriage, and I left after 25 years ended when he got killed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it, it's hard. Yeah. A high, okay, it was a high school sweetheart. Yeah, I mean, I married, I married at 19. I married young. I was 19. He was 22. We we married young. And just think. There we go. Can y'all hear me now? Are we back up? This is my brother on that listening yeah. as we talking about. We back up now. I'm talking about his ass. He on that listening. Okay, thank y'all. Sorry about listen. We went out here eating and drinking and enjoying ourselves on the patio. I forgot to switch to my other. You got to start reminding me of that. Really. Do what? Girl, don't nobody care. This is my patio. We do what we want to on my patio. Shit. We vibing on this patio. But go ahead. Please ask saying a question. Y'all get off of me. But, 
what is the whole basis of Kingston and Moore when you when you decided to write your book and you know put everything together and reflect over your life? Mm-hmm. What was the whole basis of it for you to say, okay, keep it moving, keep it moving on the left? Keep it moving through any challenges, downfalls, hardships of life. Staying inspired and motivated through those times. Because what I've learned about life is it's going to happen. Those times are going to come. Mm-hmm. We we never stop growing. You know, we get those time periods where, you know, everything's cool. We ride and it's kosher, you know. And then you're going to have those bumps. And then when you have multiple people in your life you got family you got kids you got mate you know yes. what i've learned is at different points is something with somebody at all times you know so just self-awareness is very important because mm-hmm. i feel like the more self-aware you are the more you can kind of manage yourself through all of these different things mm-hmm. you know there's going to be challenges in relationships there's going to be downfalls in life period there's going to be challenges on your job you know like all of these different things we manage and deal with you know i just want people to become more self-aware number one of who they are Mm -hmm. because it makes it so much easier within communication and just flowing through life you know you can kind of just kind of move around a lot better when you able to say hey this is who I am. This is what I want. This exactly. is what I know. This is what I like. Yes. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Let's dig deeper that. into mm-hmm. it. Let's pull back out of it. I mean, you know, yes. whatever it may be. I think overall it's self-awareness. And then we have to learn how to stay positive no matter what. Like that's some people call it optimistic, whatever you want to yes. call it, however you want to look yes. at it. All I know is it works. Staying positive, you know, because the rain is going to come. But if you don't learn how to dance in the rain, then you're going to always be resistant and fighting up against something when it really doesn't even have to be that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Melissa had a question for you saying, she Mm -hmm. said, did it take you long to write the book? It, It took eight years for me to write. I had the vision like you know, a long time ago. But once I actually took the time to write, it took about a year and a half. Okay. Um, I gave myself a deadline just because I'm just like an entrepreneurial, like business deadline kind of person. But really, <laughs> I didn't stick to it. You know, you learn in writing, you know, there's different things that inspire you. You know, for me, most of the time when I travel, that's when I'm inspired to write. Um, because I can step away and pull back from everything I have going on. And then that's when I get all of these downloads. And that's when I have to write. So, like, writers, you, you can hear so many different ways from authors yeah. and writers. It's it's really no format to it, you know. You just got to write. That's what I tell people. Start, I had somebody tell me down. that. My mm-hmm. old barber, Tristan Buckner, um, inspired. You know, Tristan? Yes. So he was my barber at one point. And during the time I was um, going to him to get my hair cut, he had just finished writing a book. And I remember him saying to me, because I'm asking, I'm like, well, what, did you, what about this? And then what do you do about this? And I'm like, Tristan, I'm not an English major. I'm not a scholar. Like, He's like saying, just write. People, people don't care. They no, just, they and then that's what editors it. are for. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what editors are for. You know, so I want to encourage people. If you got it in, you write. 
I got a story before. How do you keep from being called selfish when you sin or, you know, get to yourself and, you know, once you get to yourself, then you can whatever. How do you not or people perceive you as selfish? Because I get that all the time because I know myself better than anybody. Because you know yourself well. Very well. And you've had a lot of feedback. People think you're selfish because you know yourself well. Yeah. Is is it sometimes? Is it the way you're com- communicating it yes. or delivering it? Yes, my delivery is terrible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so therefore you know why people call yeah, you selfish. I mean, but, 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 but I'm not. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I guess my advice with that is, you know, you gotta you, even though you're self-aware, you still have to meet people where they are. That does, just because you're letting them know, okay, I understand where you are, doesn't mean I'm going to necessarily want to be involved with what you got going on. But you just have to be like, okay, you know, I see where you are. It's cool, you know. But, you know, here's the question Do you care that people think you're selfish? Yes, I do. Okay. Because once they get with me, it's, it's totally different. You see what I'm saying? Once you get with me, it's like, okay, I see where he's coming from now. Like, he's really real. He's really like what he is. He's, he's, he's cold. He'll say anything. But once you're with me, you're like, oh, I get it now. You know, everybody can't get. But that, but you see here's, what I'm okay, here's the thing, because this is about self reflection. So, in order for you to understand why, you got to step outside yourself and, 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 Look at yourself from their perspective. Yeah. I do all the time. Then I, what is it that you feel that they see that makes I them think that, that they, you're selfish? Like how you say I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like they just the deliverer. The deliverer. I don't I wouldn't necessarily we ain't finna put Eric on the couch, but I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say that the delivery would would like and I joke when I say you're mean, and I, I can see where your bluntness could be seen as mean, but not selfish. Yeah. Like, I don't perceive you, like, I, in, in the time that I've met you yeah. and I've known you, I don't perceive you as selfish. And so those people that are saying that you're selfish, you're going to have to kind of take a step back and say, now, are these women that or people that you've been in a relationship with, the ladies feel like you're selfish. Yep. That's probably just something they want that you ain't doing that you said that you weren't going to do. And they just, <laughs> They say you're selfish because you won't do it. That's probably what that is. But that's cool. But you just kind of have cool to that you would just let them know off the top, though. I do. You ain't acting like you yeah. don't do it. And I don't. Don't do it. That's, and that's what I, I, I say to men a lot of times. And I really be honest. I be like, look, you're going to lose if you tell the truth. You're going to lose because you have to lie. You have to lie. But see, not like being honest, guess what this do? It helps y'all. No, Sherry said on the couch next show with Eric. No, we are definitely <laughs> not <laughs> doing an on the couch like, no, with Eric show. Yes, yes. I can break it down for real though. Okay, okay. What I'm saying is you listen, then my brother in there chiming in. I'm gonna call him out. He's talking about he get that, he I get that too all day. Your ass is selfish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Man, yeah. Man. His ass is selfish all damn day long. Listen, my brother, me and my brother have that relationship where 
he will do. I can say my brother will do anything for me. Anything that I ask him to do, he will 100% do in a heartbeat. But can I sit here and honestly say my brother said, hell yeah, his ass is selfish. Because I've seen it. He's selfish in female male relationships Look, he's not selfish people. he's yeah, not selfish when it comes to who it is. yes when it comes to I'm me saying, no uh, so no. maybe they just want you to just be in tune with your emotions a little bit more my question is then at what point then do you consider i'm the common denominator right so if i've dated four or five people and four or five people have all called me selfish Common denominator is you. One point you go inward. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. When is that? No. He just said, hey, that's their problem. It ain't his. But you just call us selfish, though. But here's the thing. (laughs) And see, here's the thing. But here's the thing about self reflection. Once you identify it, right, and you choose not to do anything about it, yeah. Then you can't complain. Yeah. You yeah. can't complain about people saying you selfish yeah. when you know for yeah. a fact yeah. why mean, they view you that yeah. way. Yeah, you gotta just Certain ride people with like, it. Don't me that way, and I'll accept that. Because if you but here's the thing, if you are aware of it, then that means <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Right. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> when you are aware of it, then you are intentionally doing it, showing them your selfish side. Yeah. It's intentional in your mm-hmm. actions if you are aware of why they see you as being selfish. And you say, I don't give a damn. I'm still doing it anyway. I know you might feel I'm selfish about it, but I don't give a fuck. You can't complain and say, why do people yeah. see no, me no, as no. selfish? I might be selfish to you, but I might not be selfish to her. Oh, you pick and choose with yourself. Exactly. But again, that's what I'm saying. You can't complain. You can't complain. You can't say I don't understand why people are selfish. That's very intentional. I'm serious. That's very intentional. Listen, I don't even think it would take way more than an hour. To oh, have a conversation with Eric's crazy ass. Listen, <laughs> you never know what's gonna come out of Eric's She's mouth. Right. I'm scared of myself. I, ain't I like, never I know, know. and I have to be prepared because I don't know what Eric might say. Like, <laughs> but we had. I'm sorry. Let me go back up because we had. We had a question to saying about the book. Okay. So, what was your inspiration? Oh man, I'm gonna say my inspiration is inspiration. Like, um, <laughs> I figured out that that's a big part of my purpose. Hmm. Um, is to inspire. Is to inspire. Wow. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yep. So one of my favorite books is by Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. "Living a Life of Inspiration." I picked up that book randomly, like at a Goodwill store or something, because I like to just do that. Mm-hmm. You can get books for like one dollar, dollar This was before I even knew who he was. I didn't even know he was as big as an author as he was. But um, I read it in there, and he just kind of broke it down because that was a big that was a big part of who he was, and I, I just could relate to it. So that's why I think reading is so important because Absolutely. you hear. It's not that. 
everybody's trying to be right or you know it's just you hear so many different perspectives and Absolutely. so many avenues and ways that people break yes. down like yes. just relating yes. to different things like you Eric, do yes. here and see all of that, I love it. I love it. All that. I love Eric. I like all that. I love you know? Eric. Yes, I absolutely love it. And I just, I, I'm, I'm open to that. You know, I, I can relate to that. I feel like that's me. You know, so, um, I guess just staying true to me, like, um, and, and then like I've said before, you know, just I feel like I beat the odds. You know, being a teenage mom and you know starting my business at such a young tender age, um, every not able my mo one of my most concerns was becoming a stick yes yeah i had to deal with that backlash from like area of life that i to church and you go to school and you look nice and you do this and grandma washes and irons all the clothes and everything's neat and clean you know so man just finding yourself through all of the things that you're born into don't have any control over then the stuff that the decisions that you make yes get you to all these different things it's just so important for us to teach each other absolutely absolutely yes i we dropped again we back i gotta listen or that shoulder for that person who's what they go yeah and and you know what i i love that you said um that you felt like that you were um tell her to quit bothering you you in the middle let me try to sell some books over sorry about that y'all <laughs> but yes i love that you said that you know you felt like your purpose was to inspire yes and I, and it made me think about i had this guy ask me this question one time and he said to me he said who inspires you and i said me yep and he said, no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I mean, like, who do you look to? Who who inspires you? Me. And I said, me. And he was like, you know, I'm talking about like, you know, you do you like my Angelou, you know, all of <laughs> He started naming it. And I was like, I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But what I'm telling you is that if I can't inspire myself, mm -hmm. then I can't expect anybody else mm -hmm. to inspire me. So that therefore, I look to too. myself. Mm -hmm. For inspiration not that i don't find it in other people 
But that first level of inspiration has to come from me because you can't make me do it. Can't nobody else make me do it. I have to want to do it and I have to inspire myself to do it. So I love that, that you feel like, you know, that's your path. That's what you meant to do is to inspire because I feel like I was meant to do this, this, this show. Like I was, I was meant to share my stories and talk about self-reflection mm-hmm. and, and help people through growth. And when people like, I love when I hear, you know, get the feedback and people's like, I love your show. Like it, it made me take a step back and look at myself. It made me look at things from a different perspective and a different mm-hmm. point of view. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. That makes me want to yeah, come back on here the me. next, you know, mm-hmm. the next time and, mm-hmm. and do another show because people are getting something out of it. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm just on here for an hour talking to myself, Mm -hmm. but people are listening. And it's not about, like you said, it's not about right or wrong. Mm -mm. It's it's not about this person's right and Mm -hmm. that person's wrong. It's about being open to different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Because my perspective may see it as right, your perspective see it as wrong, Mm -hmm. but can I understand why you Mm -hmm. see it as wrong is Mm -hmm. what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And can I be like, ooh, okay, I I, I can see that Mm -hmm. point of view. But your honesty though, like honesty is the biggest thing that draws out, I think, anybody. Mm-hmm. Because yes, you Mary think is. like a man. She <laughs> knows. <laughs> Like, and I tell you that, and I'm like, see, but when I say it, yeah, if I say it, it's like, ah, uh, you bashing. But when you say it, it's like, how do you think about that? Well, I try to, but you know what? I try to give it, I try to give it to the ladies in a different perspective, especially when it comes from from the male point of view, right. because a lot of women, we don't always, we don't always see it. Right. We don't right. see what y'all are trying to say. And like we talked about earlier, women, we all emotional. What we want to see is your emotions out of you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're not That's paying any attention. Right, right. And when you're not women giving us back that emotion, you're like, oh, you don't care. Look at Rick Mill. Look at yeah. face. Because you're looking at me look like at you don't care. care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, we do. We thank you for the devotion, but we need that emotion. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Oh, uh, and that's why I, I that's why I try, I try my best. <laughs> I know, Rick. I try my best to let the ladies understand okay. that, that you're not gonna always get yeah, that from the gym. And so it, you have to look time for time, it. a little bit more than what you might want to, but not all the time, but just a little bit more than just what yeah, you might just when it, just when it's weird questions, just yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> That's emotional. I had to get that emotional on my chair. But not, but you know what? Not, but see, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, ladies. Here's the thing that we have got to stop doing is expecting ourselves out of, out of, out of other Are people. Stop expecting yourself. So if he is not the emotional type, you can't make him be emotional. What you have to do is learn his signs of when he is, because every man has that sign of when he really is being emotional. And be like, because my friend, I'd be like, oh, he ain't emotional right now. He probably did die if he know I said that. But yeah, I know when he's being emotional, when he's in his feelings. I'd be like, oh, he in his feelings right now. I don't say nothing. I just be like, mm, he in his feelings. I'm going to leave it alone. Okay, oh, man. Mm-hmm. 
we as women would be like, oh, I don't feel like being bothered. I'm in the mood because it's that time of the month. The excuse that men use is we have to go out here and deal with stuff in the world all the time. We got to come home and we got to hang out. That's such an excuse a lot of times. Yeah. Not to go. Wait a minute, y'all. We got to let 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 pretty let pretty Ricky speak. Go ahead, pretty Ricky. Yeah. Go ahead, pretty Ricky. If I come home and. I've been working hard all day. There he goes. There he goes. I ain't mad at him. Go on and say it. Go on and say it. I come home. I don't want to hit it. Put it, put it, put it. I ain't even put my bag down yet. And I got to hear all this. Excuse me. Am I? No, I don't want to hear that. I'm not saying it's wrong that you get hard to hear that. I get that. But at the same time, that's always the fence that's being used when a woman be like, hey, you know what? How was your day? Come on, let's sit down and eat. Whatever, and then be like, hey, can I talk to you about something? No, 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 you remember. I said on the show, you remember what I said on the show? I said, most of the time, we don't give a damn about your day. We don't care about your day. That's not cool. When my brother said he glad he in the house. Okay. Listen. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. You still have an obligation to her, just like you will walk Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Just like we have to be like, okay, well, he and his feelings. Let me beg on up. You should have your days where you like, okay, she. She's in her feelings, but I know she's gonna want me to talk about it. Let me go and just yeah, talk to her for a just, second. And then when I instead like of this. just yeah, yeah, yeah. look at that look. Why do you have to like it all the time? <laughs> because you're forcing him to do something he doesn't yeah, want to man, do. Well, we don't we don't always want to just him. be like, well, I know but I can't talk to him today because he don't want to hear it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all okay. You already know listen, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm kind of I can I can see Rick's perspective on this. And I'm gonna tell y'all why I can see the male perspective. And I don't want to jump all the way back to me again and we get on that again. But I'm gonna tell y'all why I see the male perspective. I used to have what what we call the Kool-Aid house. Y'all know back in the day, mm -hmm. Kool-Aid house. Everybody always at your motherfucking house. Yeah. Always. And every time I would come home, I'd have a house full of people. And I'd come through that door like I get sick and fucking tired of every day when I come home and it's a bunch of mess. And I got somewhere I would I'd go find other things to do just so I wouldn't have to come home and I would wait to all them people, because my mama used to keep kids. She she keep you know a few little kids, and then I, they come pick up their kids because it was family. Then they all posted up in the kitchen. Everybody talking, chit chatting. And I come home from work. All I want to do is some peace and quiet. I want to come home, kick my shoes off, have me a beer, and just. <laughs> That's the dude in me. So I understand. And so to come through the door and be bombarded with everything that's going on used to just irritate the fuck out of me. Now listen so me. I get it. I get it. But here's the thing. 
just because that's how I felt doesn't mean that it was always right. Because I would take that anger, especially when I come home, people getting on my motherfucking nerves and somebody won't talk to me. And I would, whoo, I would, remember I say I go zero to 100. Ain't no in between. And then I came home now mad because I come home and I got a house full of people. Then somebody say the simplest little thing to me. Mm -hmm. And I snapped. I did that but let hey, me ask you I'm a not question. Saying, I'm snap. not saying address it. I got a question for him. I, I, it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. But here's, but here's the thing. Let me, let me finish. And I'm going I'm to give okay. y'all the male perspective, okay, ladies. Okay. I, I'm trying to share with y'all because y'all don't want to hear what Popo Little Pretty Rick. I have a question for Rick. So I'm trying to give y'all that. <laughs> she got a question for Rick. For Rick. Go ahead. Go ahead. So. And we way over an hour. Like Elle said, she agreed with you because. You don't want to hear all that when you come through the door. Mm -hmm. just but when she also said, hey, come in, let's eat dinner. She right. said, after y'all wind down for the night, that's down. how you were saying. Hey, can we yeah. talk? You said, hell no. Right. Hey. So which one? What can, but, you, can, can, okay. can you please okay. for two okay. days a week? Talk, wait a minute but but ladies <laughs> ladies <laughs> hold on wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute let me can i can i finish what i where i was going with it let me finish where i'm going with it because see here's what happens here's what happens ladies this ain't an overnight thing so Partially, it's the man's fault because the man don't speak up. Men don't always speak up when they when they should. And because right. the first question That's I true. always ask a man when he complains about that all she want to do is talk and she want to complain. And my first question is, was she doing that when you met her? Was she talkative and always wanted to share her day and talk about what was going on with her and all of that when you first met her? And when you first met her, did you listen to her? Now, let me finish. Let me finish. When you first met her, and it was okay, and you listened. I know Let me finish. Let me finish, because this is a pivotal point. Okay, this is a pivotal point. If she was talkative and inquisitive when you met her, and you didn't have a problem with it then, you have to take a step back and ask yourself what has changed <laughs> that it is now an issue. Because if it was okay in the beginning, we we know Pam got to go on the couch. We're not gonna put Pam on the couch right now. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't an issue in the beginning. Then you have to ask yourself what has changed that it is an issue now. And so therefore, that's when communication comes in. But here's the problem on the lady's side. Because the minute that he tries to express to you that his issue is you, y'all get defensive and it becomes an argument. And so, therefore, he mm. can't get it out because you already uh, ready to go. Because yeah, hey, the minute he yeah, say, you, you, you can I get up. a break when I come through the door? What What you need a break for now? See, you didn't, and you. we get emotional. You just did it. And we ain't even together. No, I just said... 
if we and she took over that heard me if i said when you come in i'm not gonna come right at you mm-hmm. i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna see how your day is i'm gonna make sure that we calm especially if it's an issue that needs to be addressed and we keep sweeping it under the rug. after you shower if it's an elephant in the room, yeah i'm gonna make sure you good and i'm gonna make sure you're gonna make sure i'm real good i'm gonna make sure we're gonna do this Hey. And we're gonna talk about that. And I'm gonna say, hey, and see, and then I'm gonna check his energy first. I'm gonna check right. his energy and I'm gonna assess and see if he's in the mood for talking. Because I don't wanna argue. I am not gonna argue. But if I see that he's not in the mood, I'd be like, hey, I see you're not in the mood, but we do need to talk about this soon. See, you see how you came to me then? That was cool. But that's how she was trying to say it first. Yeah, that's what she I, didn't get it. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. Y'all not yeah. going to wait a minute. Wait, wait. Up, up. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Listen, y'all going to get up. Y'all going to get up off of pretty Ricky over here now. See, that's how she said it. Everybody got emotional. Hold on. Now. Too good. I come through the house. She got everything okay. She won't know how my day is. She talking something. But if you do that every some day, coming. some coming. Yeah, if you do that every day, some coming. Because here's the thing, though. You have to you have to think about this. You can't, you can't take it out of context. You have to think about if you get to this point, there's a communication issue within the relationship that has been going on for years. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So it, it, it's not just a simple oh he's not listening to me she's not listening yeah this is something that has built up over time because just like with him when it was fine when you first met same thing with the ladies we tolerated yep. stuff when we first met yep. them everything was cool oh yep. we oh that's all right i can deal with yep. that oh yeah. i ain't gonna yep. worry about yep. it and then later mm. on in the relationship yep. Now it's the issue it's right. a that's why i'm a true believer yeah, in it i see tough. something the minute I from see something I'm not finna yeah. deal with from jump, yeah. we gonna have a conversation about it. I guess for me, on a more progressive woman type side, mm-hmm. the first thing I thought on your comment was, oh, the man says, oh, I don't want to hear all that when I first come in from a hard day. I had a hard day too. Mm-hmm. Like we both had hard days. We both yeah. worked. Yeah, but it's not about competition. Wait, wait, wait. But mm-hmm. what's important to you? It's not important to me. Oh no, that is true. true. So, so if you come in, you, you the same way you don't want to hear it right. is the same way in a different sense. I don't want to see it. So who's to say 
that when I decide to address an issue, it's not on the right time, according to you. Right. But the same way you don't want to hear it, it's not on the right time, according to, to, to you. So but it's again, no one bigger than the other. It's just, let's find that. If you are already mm. deep into that relationship and there is a communication problem, mm -hmm. it is not a simple answer. I it is agree. not a simple, mm -hmm. oh, you do this and you do that. Communication is key. And you have to right figure the out how to and communicate to that yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody doesn't communicate the same the way. Same the same way. way. Yeah. And yeah. so you have yeah. to make sure that you're not getting frustrated right. if that person right. is not That's understanding the way you're communicating. Yeah. And yeah. you have to figure out how to communicate yeah. on that person's But at the very beginning, yeah. yeah. At the when you first meet somebody, yeah. this is this is to keep you from and getting we, that. And yeah. both sides are guilty of that. Men yeah. and women. At, that's why so I said they put up with it. Do better with that. Yes. Like, like yes. right off the top. I'm good at the right being all smitten and all. No, no, no. I'm pissed me off, but I'm a smile pretty. Yes. No, you just pissed me off. I don't like that. Yes. Let me explain to you why I did not like Let me tell you why I didn't appreciate that. Because vice versa. He do the same thing like, oh, you cute and all, but I ain't like it. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. deal with you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. and then why? What? What? What made you? But see, men have men have this bad habit. Of y'all think that the the mouth and the attitude in the beginning is cute, and you be like, oh, that's 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 a, a something to tackle, something to you, you know. Y'all like that? Y'all like, like them crazy? You, like you said you like them crazy girls like, on one show. Yeah, I don't. Want, but they gone quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's okay, true. Yeah. But you can't you can't you can't let her come in or him come in doing things that you yeah, know exactly that's real that you don't like mm -hmm. and that you're not gonna tolerate because I'm the type three strikes. Yeah. First time you do it, we're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna have a conversation about what it is that you did and I didn't how I didn't like it. We're gonna come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. And I'm always willing to compromise. Mm -hmm. We're going to come yeah. to an agreement yeah. on how the situation is going to be handled. Mm -hmm. The second time it happens, I'm going to remind you of the conversation mm -hmm. that we had mm -hmm. and our agreement that we came to. This yep. was our compromise. Our then do we need to revisit this compromise? Because this is what we talked about. The third time it happened, ain't no conversation. I'm out because I'm not going to deal with it. I'm not finna. I, we, we've had the conversation, and obviously, you're not choosing to 
to make that compromise or to make that change. Exactly. And if I'm not worth you making that change over something that you know that irritates me and that bothers me, mm -hmm. then I ain't the one for you. And we're going to move on. We're going to keep it moving. But if you get into the relationship and you ignore those things, that's how you get to that. I don't want to hear the conversation. I don't want to talk about it. Because you've let things fester and go on for so long. Yeah. That's why I'm not in a relationship. Because I tell everything. No, I mean, I tell everything. I trying to change you and you accepting that she's trying to change you and it then say no I ain't going to do it. It won't even get to the relationship part like that. Eric, it are you listening to me? Deep. This is why they say you're selfish. I heard what you said. You <laughs> can't what go you in being agreeable to I'm what a, she wants to do and then you. say no nah, I ain't doing that. No, You can try all day long no, but I ain't going to do it. I'm telling you everything. If you want to believe what you want to believe. Yeah, we are well over an hour. We just it's on you. I already know it's the anniversary show. It, it is. is. Last week, Tara was like, you need to go two hours anyway. I was like, girl, I don't know about doing two hours. But Eric, your ass is selfish. Hold on. You selfish. You can't go in allowing her to do shit. No, no well, knowing I, that you ain't If finna... I tell you what the... I can't stop you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling so, you. But you continue. But, but, but you continue the relationship. So now, wait, that's point... To Karen's point on self-reflection, mm -hmm. if you're reflecting on yourself mm -hmm. and you're telling somebody that and you're reflecting on yourself mm -hmm. that they're not listening mm -hmm. to what you're saying, mm -hmm. why still be there? Exactly. That was going to be you know my why? question. Okay. Because you can choose to leave. Because us want the selfish part, I'm getting what I want. That's why people uh, left. Okay. So, so now you understand. So, right. so you can't sit here and yeah, say. You can't fix the problem. Right. You can't admit it. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You can't even sit here and say. You don't know why people see you as selfish. You just sat there and said. Look at what happens on the anniversary show. Right. Look at her. Got his arms crossed like a little kid. What you mean? You said it out loud, though. I mean, I, I'm always like that, though. You do? I know this stuff. That I mean, wasn't a vulnerable moment. No. We shouldn't have took that as a vulnerable moment. Oh, hell no. Oh, damn. No, no, that was true. That was true. That was true. That was true. Up front, you like, know, you know what you get. Give it up, ladies. You know what you get. This is it. I get. I can get. This is it. I can get. This is it. Okay. Whoa. Wait a minute. 
Somebody, Shay came in. We got a book here. Let's see. Shay said, men and women need to stop making excuses for behaviors based off situations. Agree. If you don't like something, address it in a non-confrontational way. Agree. Because once it's overlooked a couple of times, it becomes acceptable behavior and they'll continue because they initially allowed it. Absolutely. Here's the difference. And this is just my perspective on it. Here's the difference. I'm that type. I am who I am. She can't do it for a long time. Who? What? Right. So why would you success that the car? You put all your cars on the table. You said you was with somebody else who put their cars on the table. So then why did that work? Because that's what you needed. And your response was that uh, she can't conform to it. She she can accept it for a little bit of time, That's but it. she can't accept it for a long period of time. It's mm. not a sex thing. It's not anything else. She was uh, never accepting it. of it in the first place. Yeah. She, she wanted to deal with it. She thought she could change yeah, it. Yeah, she, she thought did. she could uh, fix she it. She still thought she could change it. That wasn't just and, and, she but, was. but here's the thing. Let me say yeah. this, though. <laughs> women, women don't just... Men do that as well. Is yep. that it's not just something that women do. Men do that as well. Go into relationships thinking that they can't... Con- they can change mm-hmm. and they can they can change her into the woman that they want her yeah. to be. Oh, so both both sexes are definitely guilty of that. But I will say this, Eric, and I'm the same way like you. And it's it's a different perspective when it's a woman who lays their cards mm-hmm. on the table exactly. than it is for a man because we're viewed yeah. we're viewed I different. You I gave you time and you better Yes, we're different because 
one with the show. All my cards are on the table, regardless, because I'm I'm always blunt and honest on, on the show. And so dating actually is really a struggle because if a man see the show, they be like, I ain't fucking with her. Like, 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 I ain't messing with her. Like, damn. You know, so you just gotta now I do when I meet people. I say, look, I mean, I I got this, and I let them know. Okay, y'all, wait a minute. We get too many side conversations. I do. I let them know. Okay, look, I got issues. These are my issues, and I put it out there. There are a lot of women that just ain't going for it. But then they think, oh, you know, I probably can change it. Well, you can't. I'm too old to change it. He is. But here's people, you're not too old. You are not. They might just want to come in and see. Okay, let Same. me see if I can deal, if I can with, it. deal with it. But let's, why would you want to deal with something that you because know that's not? If they haven't figured it, they haven't figured it out for themselves. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. She said, she said, Selena, why would you want to deal with it? That's the only reason why that's you're going to think did. you want to deal mm-hmm. with it if you haven't figured yeah. it out for yourself. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know. Maybe I do like coffee. I never had coffee before. Right. I'm not. That type. <laughs> I am not that type. See, that's the man I am part. not. I am I'm not that. Let me. Man I am yeah. not the. Let me figure out. Let me see. see. If it's gonna want to see it, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, I'm not just, it's still a lot of men that do like that. But I'm not the guy. I was like, what you hit just right. I'm just saying. Because I don't care if the dick yeah, is good. Yeah, very the dick can be, the dick can be amazing, but if his attitude is fucked up, he gets but you nothing. Know, 100%. Okay, we got two minutes side conversation. Okay, but yeah. but, yeah. but we got to get it. We, yeah. We've got to get out here, y'all. We're at an hour and 30 minutes. But yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna have to continue this, y'all. I don't even feel like we gave Sans book a good justice. We kept the conversation kept going everywhere. That's all right. But y'all that's know how that's how we do on, That's how we do on this or show. We go wherever, <laughs> wherever the conversation takes us. Oh, wait around. a minute. Shay done wrote again. What does Shay say here? <laughs> she said, when the other person expresses dissatisfaction towards certain behaviors, if they respect and care about you and the relationship, they'll make the necessary adjustments. If they don't make a note, uh, a note of that, then it's something that you're willing to compromise with. Quit wasting each other's time and figure mm-hmm. out if it's a deal breaker or That's not. Right, yeah. I 100% yeah, agree with you. I agree yeah. too. Yeah, but I do, I do, I do, I do agree with her. But she wants to be an author, or she's gonna write. She probably needs. No, that was Melissa that was asking those questions. She probably needs to write. I 100% agree with her, and 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 that's what I'm saying. But here's here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. How willing are people typically to take it when somebody expresses their dissatisfaction? And sometimes it ain't always about how it's presented because they can come to you with it nicely and be like, okay, let me express to you how I'm feeling about this particular behavior or this particular situation. And people are quick 
to jump on the defensive mm -hmm. as opposed to staying in the offense and listening. Mm -hmm. I've had this just recently. Mm -hmm. So it ain't, it, it wasn't easy. I mean, and they can't. It's just, just hard to listen for somebody to say something about just yourself. Just as smooth mm -hmm. as you can make it. Yeah. You just didn't want to hear it. Yeah, because I'm telling you, until when I started my journey of self-reflection, which was years and years ago, and I mean, as I progressed, I got deeper into it. But what really, and I say this all the time, what really brought it to light was I used to be that type like, Every job I had, everywhere I went, I had issues with people. I was always getting into it with somebody. Yeah, and then right. to me, you know what it is? I was like, okay, if you don't like me, I don't care. I could care less what you think about me, how you feel about me. Oh, they wrong. I'm not, that's not who I am. All of this. And I, I was working at the prison as, as a nurse. And I had a coworker say to me, she said, you know what, Karen? If everywhere you go, you have the same problem. Maybe you the damn the common denominator is you. Is you Is you And so it's not everybody else's problem. And so you have to take but you have to no, I got an old I got an older sister. I got a sister and a brother. Are y'all just alike? No. No, not at all. No. She's a bougie one. They say I'm bougie, but I'm not bougie. She told us she been going against the grain since she was nine. I'm not bougie. I just like nice shit. I love it. You got your own mind. But I have to say, now, 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 let me say this because this goes back to one of my earlier shows on forgiveness. And I said on that show that I had to self-reflect on that because my family used to tell me that all the time that I was bougie. I thought I was better than everybody else and all this kind of stuff. And I would be like, no, I don't. I don't even understand why y'all why y'all feel that way. But I had to take a step back and look at myself and be honest and say, I can see it. If I'm really being honest, yeah, I, can I was see making it. it a point to say because that. I can I be. I let be. me tell you, I can be so <laughs> condescending to people, <laughs> and and sometimes I don't even realize that I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And people will say something to me, or somebody walk up, and I'll look at you like you, like you, like you, the the dirt underneath my feet, but I don't realize. <laughs> that I do it. And Deliver. then when somebody say, Deliver. girl, why you, like, yes. Yeah. Like when Camille said, looking at, work. looking at who? You said that they like you to work. Is that how you were looking at them? Yes. I, yes, girl. Yes. But listen, have y'all ever heard about the personality test, True Colors? If you ever yeah. worked at HCA, you've taken True Colors. Okay. My true colors, like they have the different ones. If yellow people are, you know, like family oriented, no, that's the blue people blue. are family oriented. Blue those yellow, emotion. those yellow people can't think outside the box. Well, like they, one, two, three, yes, yeah. they like rules and regulations, and they follow them to a T. The orange, orange. people are the life of the party, outgoing, outgoing always willing to do. And then the green like people are that and that blunt, blunt analytical. Oh, like amazing. most of the time, people think that's that they're mean. 
So when I took that test, my green and my orange were damn near the same. Like there was only one point difference, like my blue and yellow, like it gives you all. My blue and yellow was low, but my orange and green were almost tied. It was only one point difference between the orange and green. And I was more green. The green outweighed one point than the orange. So when I'm telling you that when I'm at work, I'm green all day long at work. Don't come to me with no nonsense. I don't want to hit. Yeah. I, you ask me a stupid question. I'm going to look at you like, and so, and I used to wonder why people at work would, you know, they'd be like, well, she's mean and she's this. And like, I'm like, I would be confused. And it wasn't until I took that test. And then I could see other people's perspective because if you were a blue and you were a yellow, now I understand how you see me and how, how I need to interact with you and how I need to communicate with you. That was a huge tool for me. Because like family-wise, I like to be orange. I like to sit in my orange. I like to be the life of the party and have fun. But the minute you piss me off, I'm green. That's why I go zero to 100. So the best analogy that they did for that when I took that course was uh, a, a bear in the forest. So if you're an orange and a bear comes up to you, all of y'all are oranges, okay? We're all camping. Mm -hmm. And a bear walks up to the camp and you're an orange color. Everybody's like, okay, figure out what you want to do. Maybe you want to lay down and play, you know, do in the fetal position. Somebody might run. Everybody's on their own plan. We're going to figure it out. If you're a green... We're going to come together and figure out what's the best strategy and analyze how we can get out of the situation alive. Mm -hmm. If you're blue, you're more emotional like a tree hugger. And you're, you're like, oh, poor hugger. little so bear. let's figure out, yeah, like, mm -hmm. let's feed it and try to figure I'm, out. I'm and like, if you're, and if you're like a, um, a, gold a gold or yeah. a yellow, they looking you for already the prepared book. yourself. You already have what did it say? Plan you said if a bear, yeah, that's how we get out of the situation. Yeah. And that made it really clear on what color would you really be. So if a bear came up to your camp in the forest, what would you do? And your first instinct. So my orange ain't going to let me run toward him and play with him. My right. green going to say no. But it's every man for himself. The orange yes. is every man for himself. Everybody love everybody. Be like, and I'm going to sit back like, damn. That bear gets your ass. Oh, sure. <laughs> and I got away. And I got away. But, but, but yeah, but that, that personality <laughs> test really did, it really did open me up <laughs> to how other people saw me <laughs> and how I saw other people <laughs> and understanding that I can't be irritated at her because <laughs> she's a gold right. and she wants the, the guidelines and she wants right. me to tell you step by step. And I'm like, oh. Oh my God, why do I got to tell you step by step? Because my green is on. Like, oh, you working my last nerve, girl. And don't let me be in training. And somebody ask a question. <laughs> I'll be over there like, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. And she asked another damn question. And that's just how I am. But I had to learn to tame that. But what I realized about myself now, which is why management positions, are not for me. Yeah. I do not have the people yeah, skills I for it. Right. Like I, you put me out like education, public speaking. That's that's my niche. I'm on. I'm I'm orange in those years, all day long. But if you put me in management, because I'm looking at you like I don't understand why it, it's simple. But you you're here to do, do a job. Yeah. 
That was your self-reflection, though, mm-hmm. after that, right? Yes, my self-reflection mm-hmm. was, girl, you don't need to take any management yeah, position. Yeah. That's not, that's not, and so, and I even say that to my manager now, like, I do whatever you need me to do, but I like to stay in the background. Mm-hmm. Let Karen stay on in the background, mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I support you all day long, but I do not want you know to be what? in the forefront. I've been on my job 30 years, and this guy's been in front of me. They come, they come above me, and all I do is laugh because they gotta, they gotta do all the work. They gotta deal with, they gotta deal with all that because I've been there. I know what they gotta deal with. And I just laugh. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, but and why are you still right there? You ain't doing no. I want I'm to. Good, I'm good. Right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I know where I'm at. I know where I'm good. I'm good. I'm so right good. Right. Where I'm at. Y'all, we almost at two hours. We need to get out of here. We had an hour and forty. Y'all, and we got still got people on listening though. We still got a lot of folks on. This has really been a great conversation. We have been all over the world. Even though I feel like you ladies kind of attacked me because I was really. Like feeling now, <laughs> I can't help. I thought I had the woman sign. No, no, no. Listen, yeah, no, no, listen. I, 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 I feel you, ladies. I see where you're coming from. Been there, done that. I have been down that road, and it took me taking a step back because even now, like in my personal relationship with me, I have to. I have to take a step back because I be wanting to let that emotional side come out. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to tell you, here's the thing about me being emotional. Because of my green side, green, we like to be in control. Mm-hmm. When I get emotional, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not in control. That's yeah. what I don't like about getting emotional. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I get emotional, it takes me it takes me out of character. And now I'm no longer mm-hmm. in control. Mm-hmm. My emotions are in control of what's mm-hmm. going on. So I, I try to maintain those mm-hmm. but i do get emotional i have my emotional side and i have definitely had that emotion like when i'm in love i am that emotional woman mm-hmm. i'm i am definitely that emotional woman when i when feelings get involved mm-hmm. but if i ain't got no feelings for you it's like fuck you and the horse you rode in on i ain't got time and we go we go we gonna keep it moving you know okay. it, it just it, it is what it is that but is anyway it. we gonna get off of here y'all thank you so much for tuning in to red wine conversations y'all please make sure we got the book right here please make yes. sure you go ahead and check it out saying order you a sand, book not to say not to <laughs> Give me feedback. Follow Absolutely. me on social media. Um, visit my website, sandauthor.com. Um, Flawless Concepts is the brand. San Lozano is the name. I'm on all social media. I'm trying to get myself together on um, TikTok. Is that girl? I can't do that. I got a TikTok. I can't. I can't you know, get, yeah, I, post, I gotta get into I'm TikTok. I post every now and again, but you know, I try to. You, know meet everybody where they're at but please check me out y'all feedback i love open honest feedback anytime whether you email me or dm me i'll receive it all just yes, check me out y'all please check out. Let me share something um if anybody is looking to take their event to another level i am the owner of a 360 photo 
Oh, you got oh, a phone? Yeah, okay. That was a phone. I was so, just yes. talking about that with somebody. Yeah. So, yes, that was a phone. Yes, y'all, please check out check out Pam. I'm on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok under Pose, P-O-S-E-N 360. So holla at me. Okay. Say that again. Pose, P-O-S-E-N 360. Pose. Oh, Pose 360. Oh. Oh, oh pose. I thought she was I saying pose at first. No, I was like, no, 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 She said it's it's pose. They didn't hear you, Pam. She has the 360 camera if you're interested. And it's pose She got the 360 photo booth. Yeah. Thank you. And listen, y'all, be looking for the pictures from the photo shoot. I'm gonna I'm gonna put them up here in a little bit. Well, maybe tomorrow. I'm because by the time we get off of here, I ain't gonna make no promises, honey, about what I'm gonna do tonight. It probably won't be no pictures coming up tonight. But yes, the, the 360 check out. Like I want to come to the class. They thought you were doing poetry. Uh, yes. Listen, I did too.